Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. For all of you who've listened to this podcast for a while, I'm sure that you could tell already that this is not Emily Benson. Don't worry, she's coming, I promise. My name is Andrea Kenny, and I am part of Team Emily. I'm going to be helping Emily out this week by introducing her guest to the podcast and telling you a little bit about him. This week, Emily talks with Jabron Malik, the Director of Marketing at Grapevine Logic. Grapevine is an influencer marketing firm and agency out of Boston, Massachusetts that bridges the world of influencer marketing with businesses and brands. Influencer marketing is a hybrid of both new and old marketing tools. So basically, it takes the testimonials of social media influencers and blends it with more traditional marketing campaigns. Let me ask you this. How many times have you purchased an item because one of your favorite Instagram accounts was telling you how much they loved it? I know I am guilty of this on more than one occasion. It's just like listening to your best friend tell you where she got that amazing top from, and then you run out and buy the same one too. Emily has been subscribed to the Grapevine mailing list and following Jabron for a while now, and she is so excited to bring this topic to the podcast. The power of influencer marketing and boutiques holds so many possibilities, but it can be totally overwhelming. How do you know who to work with? How do you find the right people to market your brand? Is this the right marketing for you? Emily's conversation with Jabron will answer all of these questions and more. So without further ado, here's Emily's chat with Jabron. Jabron, welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you more about influencer marketing. And I'd love for you to just introduce yourself and tell us, you know, what you do. Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, I just want to say so excited to be on on here. Really happy that you reached out. You know, always ready and willing to talk about influencer marketing. So, you know, just to give a quick you know, rundown. My name is Jabral Malik. I am the director of marketing at Grapevine Logic. We are a Boston-based influencer marketing platform and agency that connects awesome brands to really awesome, authentic, and engaged creators on you know YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You know, you name the platform, we can find those creators. I love that, and I feel like. For so many people, the word like influencer and influencer marketing can mean a myriad of things. So like, how do you guys at Grapevine really define influencer marketing? Sure. That's a great question. There's so many, you know, thousands of definitions out there, right? You know, simply put at Grapevine, we define, you know, influencer marketing is essentially marketing that is focused on influential people that have influence over a set of potential buyers, as opposed to marketing directly to the potential buyers themselves. So in other words, it's the process of, you know, marketers or agencies collaborating with creators across social media platforms, such as Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, now we see a lot of TikTok, to build stories on brand, around brands that will delight customers and deliver great outcomes. 
for influencer marketing, you know, authenticity is really the name of the game. And, you know, according to some data, you know, 84% of millennials say that user generated content has some influence on what they buy. So that's really kind of a metric that we drive in on. That's crazy. I mean, I feel like just even in the past five years, let's say like influencer marketing has become really something that I think brands who their intention is to grow and scale, they actually really need to tap into the influencer marketing landscape. Oh, absolutely. You know, compared to, you know, talk about compared to other advertising platforms like Google AdWords, which is already super saturated, right? Or even how, you know, difficult it is to create Facebook advertising, you know, as as opposed, you know, as what I said before, a lot of people trust what their favorite creators and influencers have to say on Instagram. And so influencer marketing is a very cost-effective and, you know, truly scalable way to get your brand and product seen by your, the consumers that you're trying to target. YouTube, after all, is the second largest search engine in the world. And so if you are like an up-and-coming brand who is really trying to get a leg up on, you know, search engine optimization and SEO, YouTube is actually a very, very good way to actually get seen. As a matter of fact, a lot of, you know, Grapevine's early traction back when we were first founded was because we partnered up with a couple of influencers and because YouTube has a high domain authority, people are able to see, you know, Grapevine close to the top of search results because of our YouTube videos. Honestly, for me, my podcast and my YouTube channel are the two biggest ways people find me. And I think, especially with YouTube, like I heard at one point, the statistic was like, it's a third of the internet, like is YouTube, (laughs) which is huge, stunned me because I was like, are you serious? But I think everyone, because Google owns YouTube now, it's like, it's Google and it's YouTube. They just completely dominate. And like you said, it is a search engine. People are searching for answers or searching for who to trust. And so definitely like, you know, I feel like for boutique owners, it, the, to me, a lot of boutique owners are focused on Instagram and Facebook. And those seem to be the things where people are truly buying on, especially with like, you know, IG being so, and them both adding really like product tabs and things like that. But do you feel like, so I guess here's my, my, so I obviously field questions from hundreds of boutique owners. all the sure. time. And so I feel like the influencer piece of all of this, what we're talking about is like, sometimes I say, okay, well, does the person just have an Instagram following? Do they have a blog too? Like what kind of exposure are you going to get? I mean, when you guys are looking for high quality people who are influencers, like what are the markers that you're looking for? Is it blog things? Is it like, what can I, as just an average woman, you know, go and look on Instagram and say, okay, is that a good influencer or is it not really? Is that kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, fake influencer? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there is such a huge concern over fake influencers, you know, especially after, you know, all the news and hype surrounding Fire Festival or even some of like the scandals around influencers like Logan Paul, right? And so a lot of brands are being careful these days with brand safety and authenticity, right? So one of the things, one of the little tricks to ensure that you know, an influencer is actually quote unquote good is to kind of take a look. You have to do like do some research, right? So take a look at their, like their, let's say their last 10 posts at a prospective influencer and take a look at the kind of engagement they get on their posts, right? So for example, if you see an influencer or if you're looking at an influencer who has about like, let's say like 60,000 followers, right? And right. they're only getting like a thousand likes on their posts, 
then that will set off, you know, alarm bells. So you want to make sure that the ratio of, you know, engagements to followers or even subscribers is more on par with each other. Okay. So like uh, you would look for like 10%. So like on a 60,000, I'd look for like 6,000 likes or Mm -hmm. like a higher percentage basically. Yeah. And the higher percentage, the better. Right. And, you know, so many, so many like, you know, brands like, Oh, like, am I going to get the right kind of, you know, reach if I, I'm not able to book an influencer that has like a hundred thousand followers. It's like, you don't need to book like a super mega famous influencer, right? You can easily, even on the grapevine platform, you can easily book an influencer with about like, you know, you can spend like 200 bucks, book an influencer with about like a 15,000, you know, subscriber count following in like the particular, let's say you're in the new England area in the new England area. And you would be able to get much higher engagement and, you know, much higher conversions because they are more niche focused. They have a more engaged following and they are more authentic. I love that. I feel like too, like I was listening, I follow the girls from like the morning toast Yeah, and like girl with no job. Like she, Claudia has talked so much about how she's like, I'm more of an asset to brands than someone like even a Kardashian, because while they have a ton of followers, I have crazy engagement on my posts and I respond to everyone and I have a personal relationship with these people and they trust me. So I think that's so important to talk about because it really isn't about the follower count. It's really about like, how connected the influencer is with their audience. Right. And even from a brand perspective, you also want to be able to identify, you know, those kind of micro-influencers who you want to become part of your story and part of their story as well. Like imagine the power of like, let's say you make an awesome partnership with an influencer who just has about 10,000 followers, right? And you were one of the first ones to, you know, invest in that influencer, right? You know, you know, a couple months later, they get a huge following, they have 100,000 followers, and all of a sudden, you know, they give you discounted rates because, you know, you were one of the first ones to believe in them, and you are now part of their story. You are part of their brand, and they are part of your brand, right? And so it's a really like good that. way to create brand ambassadors in a really organic fashion. Oh my god, I love that idea of getting with, in with someone on the ground floor, and like, being a part, like the way you say being a part of their story makes it sound more authentic too, where it's like, I'm not just paying to get likes. I'm not just, you know, I actually am a part of what's happening in the landscape of this person's brand growth. And that to me is like so valuable. So like, okay. So my other question for you off of like what you were talking about with like the whole new England piece of it. Right. So when I'm like, so I have a lot of brick and mortar stores or mobile stores, right? That's how I started with my mobile boutique here in Boston. And I felt like it would have been so great to have more traffic into my location. So you're even saying with Grapevine, the product that we'll talk a little bit more about, but you can niche it all the way to like, I live in West Virginia and here's the top 20 West Virginia influencers that I could work with to drive traffic into my brick and mortar store. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we, uh, so we've launched a new kind of New England influencer index where you're able to index every single influencer, you know, around New England, all the way down to like specific tags that they're part of. So if you're looking for beauty influencers or tech influencers, um, you can filter it by that. We will also soon be migrating it to our overall Discover platform as well, so you can really get location specific influencers for your collaborations. But 
Yeah, I mean, there is so much potential to use influencers in more brick and mortar locations. You know, oftentimes it, people think it's like, oh, I need to be like kind of like an e-commerce shop, right? To yeah, that's what posts, I'm getting right? at. Is like I feel but, like everyone thinks, oh, I have to have an online store to hmm. be able to use influencers, but that's a myth, right? But like, if you can, for example, like if you can get like a team of influencers to come to your store, like it could be like an opening right? Where they could be posting it all over their Instagram, Instagram story, or even come up with like, you know, seasonal type events. Like, oh, like, you know, having influencers post like maybe like a few days before, like, hey, like I'm going to be at this store celebrating this brand's like, you know, Easter sales event, back to school sales event. That can be very compelling. Or even organizing trips with those influencers where it's like, oh, like this is a local store. We're all going out to get brunch, you know, across the street and they can post it all over the Instagram stories or even Instagram. Instagram stories is actually one of the most effective platforms that we're seeing right now to drive engagement with brands. Yeah. Well, I think Instagram stories feels like everyone's own reality show. Like I say that I look at my Instagram story as being like, 90% like my life and my story or what I want to talk about, like my TV show. And then I like intersect these little commercials for whatever I'm promoting that way. And so that's how I really like to think about it. And it, it seems like I'm also, do you find that like people, what works tends to be what the influencer or the person kind of likes as well? Yeah. So a lot of times brands are worried about like, oh, like how involved do I really need to be when, you know, work with influencers? And of course you should be a little bit involved. You should, you know, set up brand guidelines, kind of messaging, like what you can do, what you can't do, but also be willing to trust what the influencer they think is effective for their audience. Like they got to where they are. They built their following because they know what their audience likes. So really give influencers that kind of trust and leeway to build a post or a campaign that they think will work for their audience because audiences have a great BS detector. (laughs) And so (laughs) if it seems kind of outside the scope of what the influencer usually does and they're like hey like this isn't like very organic at all and that could cost both the brand and also the influencers some audience share wow yeah that makes so much sense i mean i definitely feel like even i have some help with my social media and some of them will you know one of my team members specifically will sometimes shoot me a message and be like hey they need to see your face today. Can you film some stuff, you know, because I'll just be caught up. Like I mean, today I'm back to back to back with calls. And so I'm, I'm not able to like sort of interject myself or, you know, you want to take days off sometimes, but I do find that, you know, it is important to have that authenticness and, and, and feel like it comes from a person because like you said, your audience even if they don't consciously know it, they subconsciously feel like something's off and I don't trust it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like even with my own personal Instagram account, like I'll post like a lot of stuff about, you know, Nike and I'll hashtag it, you know, FitPick. And, but it's like, but I still do it kind of like, kind of like ironically, like I'll do like silly poses, right? People like, oh no, people, and people be like, oh, this is still Gibran, but you know, he's definitely like promoting like a Nike sneaker, right? (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Grapevine because yes. I have been on your email. I like don't know how I found about Grapevine. I, like you guys are just my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. You guys are close by your headquarters here. 
in Boston. And um, I love Grapevine for a lot of reasons, but talk about what Grapevine is and like what you guys are doing to sort of revolutionize. I would call it revolutionize how influencer marketing truly works. Yeah, absolutely. So what's really cool about, so Grapevine, we basically combine both, you know, very compelling software with even with also, you know, compelling agency kind of services to along with that. So what's great about Grapevine is that we have access to like a network of over 170,000 influencers that you can search uh, on. So we have this innovative feature called cloud search, where you're able to basically search any kind of keyword and it comes up with an influencer almost like automatically, right? So if you were to search for like, you know, something like Fortnite, right? If you're interested in a gaming partnership, you would automatically pull up, okay, so this person did a video like yesterday about, you know, Fortnite, right? So there's that. And then two, we offer a really awesome fully managed solution where we are able to do strategy and even uh, map out content for brands. And then on top of that, what I think is truly revolutionary is even scale that up with a programmatic solution. So um, for our brands that are running on a fully managed and not SaaS kind of platform, we are able to create Facebook and Instagram ads in order to scale up that content. One thing that we do that a lot of other you know, influencer marketing platforms don't do is we try to encourage brands to think about how their content can live beyond its expiration date. Obviously, if you post an Instagram post, it's going to be there. But we like to challenge brands to think about how can you secure usage rights to that kind of content in order to program it into your branded account. So a lot of people, they will not click on kind of like obviously, you know, created like banners or, you know, text-based image ads, right? Yeah. But they will click on, you know, user-generated content. So it's about being able to create user-generated content, secure the rights to that user-generated content and create authentic advertising sponsored posts through your own brand as well. Okay. So let me just dissolve that for my listeners really quick, because I think... A lot of people that listen are like literally just starting their boutique. So basically what Gibran is saying is their company will work with influencers to develop content for you. And then from that, they'll also look for potential opportunities to own the, let's say, photo that the influencer took and use it for paid advertising on social media to, like he's saying, amplify what's happening. Because we know if something works in an organic way, then we can totally, generally, right, throw some money behind it and it will do even better. So mm-hmm. that's really what he's saying in very plain English for all of my like <laughs> non-techie people listening. Absolutely. Um, well, and-, and I think the thing about Bitcoin that I love is that it's all verified mm-hmm verified influencers because my people get a lot of these you know instagram dms hey i see i'm an influencer i'm a blogger i'd love to promote your stuff and like you said it's not really real so you guys do all the work for Mm -hmm. me as a brand as a company so i don't even have to like do the research i can just literally search find someone that matches what i'm looking for and all their pay rates and all that stuff is already loaded Right, exactly. So, you know, even if you aren't ready for that kind of like fully managed solution, we do offer that $199 a month kind of, you know, SaaS based solution where you're able to manage from front to back 
every single aspect of an influencer marketing campaign. So you can browse all of our vetted creators. We have a dedicated team that every time a influencer applies to our platform and they need a follower account of at least 10,000, our team will go through their profile, vet their content to make sure it's brand safe, like, like nothing too racy at all, make sure it's safe for the brand, prove them to our platform, they get loaded into our marketplace. You're able to browse every single creator. Also, every single brand leaves reviews after they collaborate with those creators. So you can oh, sort wow. by star rating. So you can be like, oh, I want to see every creator with four stars and above out of five to make sure that they are actually effective. And then from there, you can even message them right on the platform. It gets, they get push, influencers get push notifications saying, hey, like this brand wants to speak with you. And you can really do some awesome one-on-one collaboration and, you know, ideation with the influencers live. That's so cool. And the thing about, I was, you know, I was like looking through all your website stuff because I wanted to like really understand you guys even have like a feedback loop. So you have one feedback loop of like the star rating, but you also have the feedback loop of when you've worked with the influencer, you guys will be able to collect the data on how much reach that influencer got and what the effect was so that it's, it's almost like getting the result of what you did. It doesn't feel Like I just spent $200 and I got Mm. five likes. Like you guys are going to give me the data on exactly what happened, which is exactly exactly. (laughs) all the way from, you know, all starting from clicks to views all the way down to raw conversions. We can get you kind of a, uh, we can get you a good like CPA or, and even CPMs if you care all the way down to those metrics. So Lots of brands, you know, they try to do a simple brand lift and do views. And then they'll be like, okay, so we got a lot of traffic from, this influencer campaign. Let's drill that down more. Let's unlock conversion tracking and let's see how much what we can actually do with influencer marketing. Okay. So for my boutique owners, right? Where do you feel like they can intersect with Grapevine in terms of like, they just want to test things out. So you said like, you would love to, you know, if you reach out and you say, Hey, I heard you on this podcast, you can work with them for like pricing on the month to month. But like, at what point do you feel like, you know, where do you feel like a boutique owner or fashion brand could come into Grapevine and really see some success? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in terms of a brand's audience, we like to see, if, especially if they're kind of a startup brand, you know, at least 500 to 1,000 followers to show that they're established and influencers will be attractive to working with them. And then typically when we see like starter campaigns, I would say have about like $1,500 ready to go to start booking influencers. Okay. However, for anyone listening, you know, if you want to give you know, a trial campaign to start out, um, send me an email. I am at jabron at grapevinelogic.com and we can work out kind of a discounted deal to make sure that you get started because we definitely really, really care about the, you know, those small boutique owners and we definitely want to see them on the platform. They can get a lot of value, you know, especially it's, again, it's a way to really rapidly scale your reach and audience at you know, at a very low cost. So, you know, definitely send me a note if you want to think about a strategy on working with influencers. I love that. I even feel like, honestly, it would be good going into maybe a bigger season or a bigger launch of something to get three or four influencers also put, it's, it's really like the momentum of what you're doing. The more you amplify it with more people talking about it, 
Mm-hmm. more sales you really should see right especially as you know summer season and back to school season starts starts yeah. up you know i read a report just the other day that uh, over the summer 75 percent of purchases are influenced by what millennials and gen z see on instagram right so if you want to and we have a huge network of those you know really cost-effective micro influencers that will give you an awesome bang for your buck I'm like ready to start using some influencers. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny because I have been, re- I, you know, some brands have reached out to me to be like, Hey, do you want to promote this? Blah, 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 or this thing. And, you know, even for me as someone who's been asked that question, do you know, I haven't really said yes to many people because I'm like, Oh, do I really want to promote a curling iron? Like maybe, mm-hmm. but I feel like that also feels kind of off brand for me. Like I don't really do beauty tutorials, you know? Right. So I do, I feel like, you know, from an influencer perspective too, I think you have very high quality people, so they're not going to work with you unless they think they can really make an impact. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So, okay. So I'm going to put your email address in our show notes. Mm -hmm. And I personally, like I've been watching Grapevine Grow and I feel like you guys are just, you're really on the forefront of making influencer marketing work and making it feel... Like it has, you know, everyone's concerned about the ROI, the ROI. You guys are actually proving that there's ROI through your platform, which to me is like no brainer. So I feel like for a lot of my boutique owners, it would be worth trying working with you guys to see how it goes. If you have the time, the energy and the effort and are ready to, you know, I think it's another great way to scale your business. So thanks. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. Awesome. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.